Hello and welcome to another jolly episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that apparently believes that Stevie Wonder is not blind. I am one half of your hosts, Adam Slater. With me, as always, is my other half host, John. How are you doing? I'm all right, but I'd like to add something to my Christmas list. And I think we need we need a comedic warm-up act. Maybe we could get like an Adam Sandler or um, uh, Trevor Noah or somebody that we could get on here to kind of get the podcast going. What do you think? <laughs> I, I think yeah, I, I don't know. Do okay. I don't know of any podcasts that have warm-up comedic acts. So I think it would <laughs> we could start, yeah, we could be the first. But I don't want to go with some local comedian, you know, some guy we found out the comedy store, you know. Oh no, I'm not coming. No, the Giggle Hut. Yeah. Yeah, the Giggle Hut. <laughs> <The Giggle. laughs> oh, so uh, I, with us with us as always is Felton. Felton, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. And uh legally blind. Stevie Wonder isn't legally blind. That's the... Wait, so wait. You need you need to explain this for the folks at home. Oh, that Stevie Wonder, the conspiracy. That Stevie yeah. Wonder isn't legally blind, like he can actually see. And there is evidence. Just look on. Yeah. He, okay. Damn. So, speaking of conspiracy theories, now this is this is a hundred percent true, fellas. So I need you to to believe me that apparently there is a there is a real video on the internet of Joe Biden twerking while having di- diarrhea. Now, can you believe that? No. No. <laughs> This is a real deal search. So I don't know what our topic is today, but it should be internet conspiracy theories because the way people believe these things, I just thought that was hilarious. Well, so you, uh, this this could actually kind of kick us off here. Um, you've you've seen these deep fakes, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what that is, right? I right. Mean, it, but but the fact that it rises to a level where like people would believe that video is real, right? <laughs> That's that's sort of the problem with any and all uh, satire or or, or, or uh, parody. It, someone out there is stupid enough to believe it. So, do you do you remember Paul Paul Harvey? Either one of you guys, the rest of the story guy. You remember this guy? No. His name sounds familiar. Paul Harvey. No, he did like a ten. I thought he was a t-shirt guy. No, so he did like a ten-minute show on like NPR talk radio and it was like um, it was about the way he heard it he would tell a story and it would always wrap up it ended up you know being a guy who invented the bolt that held every car together or something it was like good fun stories like in a oh okay cool yeah yeah so anyway there's an updated version of that podcast with uh, Mike Mike Rowe the dirty jobs guy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm, I was listening to the podcast it's the, it's the most innocent of all podcasts but I'm listening to the podcast I'm like I god I can't picture what Mike Rowe looks like so I started doing you know I did an image search sure I'm like, oh that's what he looks like and then there's all these videos of uh, all these pictures of him with like his Hulk body and stuff like that like and apparently it's like a thing you put Mike, Mike Rowe's head on a, on a muscular body it's like a thing on the internet. Okay. Like, why do these things start or like like the Joe Biden twerking thing. Like I mean, the guy is what seventy something years old. I mean, yeah. his knees his knees would break. Yeah, <laughs> you can't, can't take. <laughs> like the mind of people is just fascinating. So this is the internet conspiracy episode. Well, apparently, well, when you win, about- yeah, when you win the election, you get new kneecaps. So <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's part of the package. You're going to do a lot of walking around. We're going to tell you what happened to JFK. We're going to tell you about Area 51. Here's your new kneecaps. Let's go. My kneecaps are good. Nope. No, no, you still need these. We need new kneecaps. These, these are special kneecaps designed for, by, by, uh, by Ford, but installed by the Secret Service. So, and we they got the tech from Area 51. So there you go. You ever wonder, like, let's just say you were president? Okay. Privately speaking, you know, because you still keep your house. Like I remember, you know, you know, some presidents, like I think George Bush had a house. He had like a ranch, right? So yeah. It's easier to protect. But then you hear other presidents like like President Obama, who who lived like in the middle of Chicago. Yeah. And the Secret Service has to protect this. So if I was president, wouldn't my neighbors just be really pissed at me after about a week? Like, oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. dude, come on. I just I just needed I ran. I forgot milk, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's and like like I've like I've actually like, believe it or not, I have thought about this. Um, like are they just in charge of my apartment, my floor, the whole building? Like how, how far does that extend? Like I live in an apartment complex. So like, where does that, where does that sit? So I do know a little bit about apartments because I remember the stories when Trump won because he had, he was in that tower. So they, they, they had to take out the glass and put in a bulletproof glass on the tower. And then I think they um, just changed out the security in the building, like the security guards at the building. Mm. I think it was actually pretty easy to to do that one because it was sort of well, but so but, but that's that's the rub though, right? It was his building already. It was his like I don't own the whole building. I just I just have my apartment, right? Right. What would it be like for you? I mean, your neighbors, like in my case, they would just hate me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I live across from the neighborhood pool, so I, there would just be snipers. I wonder how that works. Every time you went to use the pool, they hey, everybody out, everybody out, everybody out. <laughs> and is it only when President Obama was at home that they had to shut off the streets, or was it just any time to make sure people didn't get in the house? Like, I, I have all these questions. We need to get a Secret Service agent on here to cover this, because this is definitely cybersecurity related. Yeah, so we need, okay, so, so far, just today, you have requested a Secret Service agent and a Jim Gaffigan-level comedian on on the show yeah now my last question and this is a real question that has to pertain to cybersecurity. okay when you become president does the secret service make you turn over all your passwords to make sure none of them <laughs> <are ridiculous>? like <laughs> like you know so your twitter password isn't twitter one two three or something yeah. like that. i'm come the on. president now come on man like this is <laughs> wasn't it obama they um he wouldn't give up his BlackBerry. He wouldn't give up his BlackBerry, so they had to figure out how to secure it. Which yeah, I you know, ultimate respect for that. He was the first president to do that. Like he'll forever go down as the first president who needed a smartphone. He's like, no, no, no. I need my BlackBerry. Keeping this, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I, that's true. Wonder, like, what is the password policy when you become president? Like, is it when Joe Biden wins, did they immediately take it over? Yeah, I don't know. And like, yeah. Oh, I think it would be easier with Biden because he was vice president. He was probably already in the fold somewhere. Well, I, Maybe I, I like, like okay, uh, vice vice president Harris. You know she's got an Amazon account, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, but also like the original premise is what happens to you, like you, Felton Martin. Like what, like at what point 
like you're not you're not in the machine yet at one at what point of being part of the machine is it like okay well you know you have to give us access to your personal twitter account to your personal instagram to your personal email like that that's actually a really good question yeah that's where i'm like wait i've already won right so i can't lose if i give you passwords and you see something that I, I so I think I, I'm just I'm just I, I know it's uh, really I don't know if it's, if it's off topic but I'm fascinated with how they transition the security aspects like do they make sure there's home firewalls or those things secure like do you give up a lot of rights when you become president like a lot of freedoms oh like, I would I would imagine like you can't like you can't even just like go to a regular restaurant anymore like I know that well well I don't know Clinton used to run a McDonald's. Yeah, but you know, you know, he had like six people running with him. Yeah, that's true. No, I think that would be ultimate cools. Like when I showed up somewhere, <laughs> and you know, they had someone on fries who worked for the Secret Service. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> 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 minutes. <laughs> Make sure yeah. he's in the right soap. Do you do you what, think what, what kind of bad had a rad code name? Who's that? Clinton. Bill Clinton. Do you think like do you think do you think that they get like rad code names? Oh yeah, yeah. But what what if you were that new Secret Service agent? You just got the job. Like yeah, mom, I joined the Secret Service. I just got my assignments, presidential duty. She's like, oh son, I'm so proud of you. And then he, he goes to the first day, and they're like, hand him an apron and a hat. They're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? You gotta you gotta work McDonald's. Get the McDonald's. <laughs> you didn't even get the fry machine. You're mopping. Right. <laughs> 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 and he'd show up and you got you know Tommy back there showing you how to use the fryer like, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> no I, I don't think I don't think that's off topic at all actually I think that that's very on topic I, I'm, I'm curious about that now that the election's over we can talk about uh, po po politics and security um, well I don't want to talk about politics I just, no 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 I know I know I think the transition of power in this country or another, Think of the cybersecurity things that have to take place. Like, I mean, all those staffers, uh, do their accounts get wiped? Uh, do they just roll the new one? You know, is there somebody, you know, is it is the email address chief of staff at whitehouse.gov or is it something else? You know, like I have all these questions about how that, that aspect works. You know, did the previous chief of staff sign up for some really good newsletters so they want to keep those coming in? <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> like... Yeah, that's the, yeah. Like, what is is it is it Joe Biden at WhiteHouse.gov or is it <laughs> is it President at White? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what? How does? Yeah. Yeah. So President Trump didn't use email, but he did use Twitter, as we all know. But um, he didn't use email. I don't know what Biden's position is on email. I mean, I if I was president, I wouldn't want email. I wouldn't want to be. I wouldn't want because as anybody who emails with me knows, I'm famous for my typos, and I, I really would could really screw something up. <laughs> oh man, yeah, every, every night on CNN or Fox, depending on yeah, and we have these new emails from John. <laughs> he, Look, said, he said that yes, go ahead. Burger and fries are great. What does he mean by that? What does he, what does he mean? mean by burger and fries? What does he I would uh, so this is this is what I would do. I would use email extensively, but only to send like cute pictures of cats to the staff. And I would like secure that email server to hell and back. And then um, 
at the end of my presidency, I would let it get leaked to the public. I just that would that's my flag. Just confuse the hell out of the American people. Cause I, I mean, I've seen movies, by the way, and any time the government, like I was watching Godzilla versus something the other day. Um, don't recommend that one, by the way. But, you know, they needed to have like these military outposts. And within minutes, they have all these big screens up and all these data and these programs that are tracking the yeah. Godzilla. And it's like, you know, if that tech only existed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what we all know is, as soon as you booted up that 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 site to track everything, your computer would need an update. And like, hold on, right? <laughs> installing <laughs> updates. Sorry, I can't track the I can't track the monster. Yeah. Oh, he's got to do it. Just, three hours. <laughs> how much longer, Sergeant? Just Windows is almost there, sir. I promise. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I I have to ask. Was it an older Godzilla or a newer Godzilla? No, it was the latest one. Godzilla versus. Uh, no, that's Godzilla King of the Monsters. It's not King of the Monsters. It's versus the monsters. Uh, there's Godzilla versus somebody because he killed the Hydra. Kira. I'm a, sorry. I'm a big Godzilla fan. <laughs> I like it. I like you know, it. You like really? it? Huh? You're not a Godzilla fan, are you? Yeah. There's a Godzilla figure on my desk. Godzilla versus Kong. I'm looking it up now. This is really what listeners turned into. I don't know what it was called. It's not the point. It was not a good movie. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, back to the, back to the, the, uh, you know, our actual podcast. But no, it's, it's an interesting question. And like, depending on, because that's the other thing, too, is that, like, depending on what, at what point, like, because a lot of these guys, like, you become president, right? But you're not just like, oh, you're president. You know, you've done, you've had X amount of political jobs up until that point, right? So is it, like, do you have your own protect, like, do you, like does your team handle your email when you're mayor or when you're governor? Like, when, like at what point does that happen? Because... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, probably when you're running, I don't. Well, I don't know. I mean, we've seen email get hacked and people running for office. Sarah Palin, historically, was it 2008, got her email hacked by some dude in Tennessee. Remember that story? Uh, uh, vaguely. Vaguely. She had, a, she had a Yahoo account get hacked, and, and and maybe that had to happen so they learned. Um, she got to take better care of it. But I would think you would probably have to turn over your email box when you're being vetted or vetted vetted for like high level roles or like uh kamala harris um probably had hers vetted right prior i I would imagine we we do have uh, people with top secret security clearance on staff we should ask them what that's like if they do go through the email i'm curious i don't know that answer but i'm curious what that answer is yeah it's interesting you know on security clearances so um if you're a soldier or whatever and you get you need to get a security clearance, you have to go through a very long vetting process. If you find that takes too long, just get yourself elected to Congress and you just get it. It's completely <laughs> true. There is no, that you can't vet them because they're elected. So they just get the clearance. Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. So like Biden, you know, doesn't ever have to get that clearance. I mean, he probably had it when he was a senator, but he doesn't have to because he's been elected for so long, right? right? So he just has it. He just gets the information where, like, you know, you know, Billy from 
uh, Spokane, Washington has to go through an 18 month betting. <laughs> right. John, you might know this. How long, if, if any amount of time do previous presidents have access to confidential information, like to like new, like ongoing things? It's a while. I, it might be forever. It's, it, I don't know the exact answer, but it is a while. I know they changed it um, during George W. Bush, how long you had access to um, Secret Service, and then it converted to being private security, like you got a stipend to get, to get your own security firm. Uh, at that point, maybe is when you maybe that was also when you lost your security clearance to read that stuff, because I think you get as ex-presidents, you get access to the briefings all the time. That's interesting. Maybe not certain levels, but at some, but a, definitely a higher level than the three of us on this. On this, uh, <laughs> it's true. It's not fair. Do you, <laughs> do, 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 you guys another, do you guys think there's another version of like Twitter and uh, Facebook out there that people like the president uses? So, like, say you can only log into this Twitter account from this one IP address or from this set of IP addresses. Like, do you think like there's another level of security out there for that? Because I I would not be surprised if there was not. I would not be surprised if there was like a private federal government basic. I don't want to say social media platform. That's not the right way to put it. But like a forum, like like if they have like their own specific like. Um, messaging application or posting platform. I, that would not surprise me at all. So my next question in the interview here is, is how do you feel like, do you like when there are videos that are fake that come up about Joe, Bi Joe Biden twerking, like, do you think they should be able to take that down or just roll with it? Because life is really just a Saturday Night Live episode at the end of the day anyway. <laughs> so um, there's a, uh, an internet, um, uh, theorem called the Streisand effect. And it, it started because there was an, I think it was an unflattering picture of Barbara Streisand uh, got out and it was just on like a couple of sites, but she sent or her team, her legal team sent, um, uh, you know, like, Hey, take this. Yeah. Yeah. DC, yeah take, take these down, take these down. Um, we don't want these on the internet. So of course, the internet being the internet said, oh, well, now we're just going to post them everywhere. And so, like, I think that if you're Joe Biden and you tell, you know, you send out a, <laughs> a declaration that I, President-elect Joe Biden, demand you take down the pooping, twerking video of me, I think then it's just going to spread everywhere. I think you just let it go. Yeah, I feel bad because there's always people who, you know, believe these things. And you know, when you, especially in politics, um, probably some with actors, although I think actors in Hollywood bring a lot of this on themselves, but, um, you know, in politics, you know, most people of high level elected office are never given a fair chance because you're going to pick up on some piece of data and it's going to spread it's just a few people or a few hundred There's all these conspiracy theories out there. It's like, at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to be fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> so I've always said, well, it's, I guess you should just go with it. Like, 
keeps yeah. saying, like, you know, there's a stupid video that somebody made of doing that. And But Dana Carvey made a whole lifetime of uh, comedy out of impersonating people with stupid yeah. things, right? So, uh, I think I, I think that's. Sorry, go ahead. No, I say it's just part of the job, right? I mean, it's just yeah, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to get made fun of. So what? Uh, yeah, I think that. So I remember the first time I saw a deep fake was probably three or four years ago, um, and my immediate thought was, we are not ready for this technology, um, and luckily. What they've made is Joe Biden twerking and pooping his pants. They haven't made him, you know, doing something very, very illegal, right? Like right now, we're kind of lucky that we're still in this, we're in this stage of, okay, we're just using this to goof off. And, you know, I, I, I saw one where uh, President Obama was uh, saying that Killmonger was right, the bad guy from Black Panther. And like, was, okay, they're goofing around, they're having fun, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, like if someone, if, if, if when that technology gets good enough and you have, and you have people who are evil, um, that this could get very dicey very quickly. But this, I mean, this is not the internet, right? I mean, my 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 lovely wife um, can tell if somebody's wearing a fake Louis Vuitton or carrying a fake Louis Vuitton bag. And I look at the same bag and I'm like, how does it look any different? And then they get into the logos and all these kind of things. Like there's ways to detect it. So <laughs> it doesn't work on her. She can tell. I'm not saying she doesn't, you know, she's some kind of voodoo artist with it, but she can just tell. She said it doesn't look right. That strap wouldn't be like that. They wouldn't have a stitching there, you know, those kind of things. Um, gotcha. It, it, it's, um, I, I think it's similar to when uh, HD first came out. Um, I could see the difference between HD, um, but my wife didn't care. So I would walk in and I'm like, why are you watching this? This looks horrible. Put on an HD uh, station. Right. And she's like, yeah, what are you talking about? I'm like, it looks so much better on the HD um, channel. And I would put on HD channel and she, she was like, yeah, it looks a little bit better, but it didn't really. <laughs> it was like, whatever. Now, of course, she could tell the difference. Mm -hmm. But but I think that's similar to like how Kim can, yeah, how they can, they can a knockoff, yeah, shoe or bag. They, they can see it from a mile away. They're just like, oh, yeah, I see this, this, and this. And, uh, yeah, I think I think we could do it when it comes to like watching sports in HD. <laughs> I, mean, like I think now, now like now, if your wife, if you turned on, like we have a satellite, and sometimes during the storm, it wants you to go to SD. Could she? Would she notice immediately? Like this doesn't look right. Oh, oh, now she does um, definitely. Yeah. It was just that first like year when HD started getting popular um, that she just she was just watching and she didn't care. I was like, no, you got to watch on the, I mean, we got a nice TV. You want to watch it on HD, you know, HD channel. Mm -hmm. but yeah. You know, my kids will pop in an old Christmas movie or something now and it comes on the screen and, you know, they put it in a, in a Blu-ray player or whatever, but it's the Blu-ray player is, is, is playing an old disc, right? And it looks so yeah, it's, bad. It's still playing a 720p video. Mm hmm or worse, and it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you're watching Rudolph, it's, it's worse. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that I, you know, I'm holding out for the 4K up-res Blu-ray of Rudolph. So. Yeah. Have you watched Rudolph lately? No. Felton, come on now. Uh, I tried to get I tried to get my kids to watch it. I think it was last year. No, it was this year. And um, they they weren't interested. And yes, it definitely looked bad. Um, it, it looked terrible. Just yeah. as far as the resolution, I was just like, ooh, this is not look. Yeah, they need to do something. They need to re uh, re uh, recut this, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that movie is like or TV show is probably what sixties probably. Yeah, yeah, it's it's old. But so. And it's not, and it's 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 older formats or much older movies and stuff like that. It it can be really unfortunate because they might not have a higher quality print of the film to put out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, it's like yeah, no, no, we don't, we don't, we don't have a, a yeah, we don't have a super clear, we don't have an eight millimeter of this. So this is it. It's what you got. This would have been the year they could reshoot Rudolph though, because one dude could do it, right? I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess you're not wrong. Yeah. Or like a family, like you know, if you're stuck in a house. Just reshoot Rudolph. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I, I, back to the back to the uh, the the discussion as far as servers and you know presidents. Sometimes I do wonder if that's why they have. Uh, they work on servers that they're not supposed to work on. Like, is it always to do something illegal or is it just like, I just want to be able to like talk to my friends without having you guys see all of my business. <laughs> you know, like, like, I just want to be able to gossip for a little while. Like, <laughs> email. I'm going to be able to send a few emails about people I hate in the secret service. <laughs> do, 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 do you go to your assigned secret service person and be like, listen, I need to send a few pictures of somebody. Doesn't matter who. Just <laughs> <laughs> did not read emails and text messages for the next thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Just take a thirty-minute break. Trust me. <laughs> go, go to the kitchen. Get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, get a sandwich. My treat. <laughs> go, go, go see Tommy over at McDonald's. He'll take care of you. Let's get out of here. What's your favorite restaurant? Yeah. All right. I'm making a reservation for you. <laughs> Listen, I've always said, I don't know who would want that job. Like, it just, it does not remotely sound interesting to me. But no, I, I, there's no way, like, to, to, I know you're halfway joking, Felton, but even like, even if you said, like, look, I really just need some private time with my family, you know, you're not getting that. No. <laughs> like, They'll go, yes, Mr. President, of course. And it takes four steps Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and what's worse, though, is even if you did get a private time with your family, that kid you grounded last week for not doing his homework, he's like, oh, I'm recording you, mother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a public figure. I can record you. Yeah. I'm recording you, and it's right. going gonna, gonna be on It's gonna be on YouTube. Uh-huh. No, 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 Secret Server, don't leave now. I need you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. as a dad, you could be like, if 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 that guard wasn't here right now, <laughs> you know what I'd do. <laughs> uh, what did uh Le- Le- LeBron say when his kid was smoking dope when uh, he was in a bubble? <laughs> oh yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm a killer. Like, yeah. I'm f- I'm three wins away from the beating of a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, you know, the kid was like, come on, come on, Miami. Luke, seven games. <laughs> come on, hero. Come on, Tyler Hero. <laughs> it's like, you're LeBron's kid, man. You can't do that in Poland. <laughs> yeah. And I guess it's it, for, for celebrity kids like that, it, it is kind of like, yeah, not the Secret Service, but it's just, it's like you're, yeah, you're just in the public life. So you can't do anything. Public publicly, yeah. Not I bet I bet LeBron has as good a security as the Secret Service. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's got to be up there on those kids. Yeah, probably better. <laughs> yeah, he probably cuts a better check than uh, yeah, than the government does. So, do you see that video on ESPN of that of his of his car on the interstate? Oh, uh, when uh, when he drove past someone on the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was a sweet ride. I think it was a Ferrari, or whatever it was. Yeah, it was nice. But it always cracks me up when I see like a six nine guy in like a sports car. So I'm like, maybe they custom did it for you, but I, that, that, how comfortable can that be? He would have to have a customized sports car. Yeah. He, he wouldn't fit. I mean, his head was sticking out of the top anyway. But yeah, like if, center. if if like Giannis or. KD wanted a car like you'd have to get that custom made, wouldn't you? At least get that yeah. floorboard pushed out, seat back. Well, I, I would think since the engine's in the back, they probably just take the trunk out of the front and just that's just all leg room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, this, again, very little knowledge about sports. I had uh, heard a story that uh, there was a famous uh, athlete, basketball player, I believe, that got like one of those, uh, like a super expensive Italian sports car. And they, they but he didn't know how to drive uh, manual. And, but, but so like he has like, like the only automatic of this particular model because he was like, nah, I'm, not, I'm just not going to learn how to drive manual, just make it an automatic. I'm sure that story's true. I wouldn't know. I don't know who it is specifically, but, um, you know, when you talk about somebody like KD, seven foot tall, um, you just can't get your standard car. I mean, that's a different level, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to drive a stick. I know it's terrible, but I don't. So, yeah. I'm not mad at him. <laughs> I've I've always I, okay. Oh man, I'm. I've always felt that way when people tell me like, oh yeah, you should learn to drive a stick. Why? Like why? You you get more control over the car. I, I'm controlling my car just fine. Things are going well. All right. This is from the guy who told me he was considering several times to buy a steering wheel to play Forza. So. Yeah. Listen, left. that's different. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, what? Different. What? that's different that's different because it'd be fun <laughs> felton they make uh stick is fun. i would buy i would buy i would buy a manual car if you know the opportunity presented itself in a second and my wife didn't mind she might want <laughs> me to but i've got that, little... that's some people don't like to drive them so. i got the little flaps on the back of my steering wheel that i can pretend i'm driving manual car yeah there you go so in, in sports cars um like adam drives um you know i mean you know you lambos or something to that level you know you do you yeah, do that's have, i drive a lambo that's right you do have the paddle shifters it's different than like a you know like a stick on the floor of your nissan so yeah, yeah. My, mine's yeah. pretend so yeah now i do have a sports mode where i can um 
I can shift manually. Um, and I, no matter what I do, I will not mess up the engine. Mm. But I so, can't. I still can't do it. I have no idea what's, what's going on when I try. I've tried it, and I'm just like the engine's revving, and I'm like, I don't know what's. Yeah, okay, back to. <laughs> so, so I had a 1998 Dodge Stratus which at the time was way out of my price range, but I wanted this car. And one of the features I wanted on it for is because it had that auto stick, I think is what they called it back then. And I thought I was cool and I would, I would play with it in traffic and I downshift and everything. And then like the afternoon after I bought it, I'm like, okay, this is over with. <laughs> <laughs> and I never use it again. Yeah, my, yeah. my car has one now. I don't ever use, I think Kim's car even has one too. So. Yeah, most cars have them now. My wife's car has it as well. We we never use it just because yeah, it's, it's more work. Yeah, there's got to be a reason it's on there, but I don't know what it is. I'm not much of a car person, so I know Adam is thinking we have not taken a break yet. So no, uh, yeah, actually, um, let's uh, let's go ahead and I mean, even, we can edit if we have to. Uh, let's go ahead and we'll take a couple of minutes and we'll be back. Workforces are more spread out than ever before, and hackers are using this to their advantage. Social engineering attacks make up one-third of all data breaches. The only way to protect your organization is to know how susceptible you are. Let us help through targeted cybersecurity testing and training. Contact us today at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com to schedule your test. Again, that's 888 888- 897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Welcome back to Security Views Radio. Thank you for uh, sticking with us over the break. Um, we hope you guys are enjoying the show this time. We're kind of trying to do something a little bit different here, a little bit more free form. I'm feeling it, though. I like it. It's fun. You know, I, I, I am not a political person, and I don't deal in politics, but it is fun to talk about the tech of politics. Uh, not even politics, of government, I guess. Yeah. What time than when you're talking about? I mean, wouldn't you think though the same rule would apply to the to the Speaker of the House, um, who is third in line for the for the presidency? I mean, wouldn't in this case she wouldn't she need to be as vetted as everybody else with the, with her passwords? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But at some point, you know, Bill from District 43 in California. If there is a District 43, I'm sorry if your name's not Bill. I just made it up. <laughs> um, he doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> With all of the the hacks that happen, you hear very little of a politician's hack, a politician's account being hacked, except when they just did something stupid. Like I don't know why those pictures went to that underage girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been hacked. <laughs> right. And then three days later, he's going to leave office to spend time with his family. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's going into rehab. Yeah. 
your what really your wife wants you around after this (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong with her It's his, his other family. <laughs> just come home, baby. Just come home. This wouldn't have happened if you were here. Yeah, it's, it's, that, it's that beltway. It's <laughs> that beltway. Lose all your morals. But they must go through a training classroom because there's just not a lot of those hacks taking place. And they would be the target of phishing attempts and everything. You hear oh, about yeah. staffers at like the parties. Uh, there was one, what's his name? P- Podesta was hacked from a phishing attack. You hear about those, but in the congressional or elected official level, it's really pretty minimal. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of wonder, like, if we'll ever see, um, you know, I, I we, we, um, we talk, we, we, we talk a lot about when hacks of these big organizations happen. A lot of times it comes through a third party, right? Um, I would be not interested is not the right word, but it would be I'm surprised we haven't seen a government hack done that way. And by by that way, I mean, starting at a low level of somebody that doesn't have a lot of security around them and then working their way up. So is um, old Joe, is his title president-elect or is it still vice president because he previously had a cool title like does he keep the cool title or does he get the new cool title like which i think he i think he's i think he's president-elect i think okay. he's president-elect joe biden now so he called me while we're on his podcast i sent him a voicemail because oh, okay we're in the yeah. middle of something but i think he's going to ask me to be the chief security officer for the united states that's pretty sweet and you i mean considering all the incendiary stuff you've said on this show um well, apparently, I mean, he. It, it, I read the transcript that said that I'm hitting too close to home. Just we'll give you a job if you stop talking. So. Oh, I see. I see. You're speaking too much truth. Right. So they got. They don't to want to hear it. For me, yeah. a, a, they got to offer me a government job at, at at half of what I make today. So I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> those guys. They don't pay those guys enough money. I tell you, they don't. But as soon as you as soon as you take the job, you start writing that book. I know. Well, actually, I already got the book deal. I I did that as soon as I saw his voicemail. I went ahead and uh, texted uh, Rand Rand McNally and got the book deal lined up. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the whole point of getting a job in government is so you can write a book, isn't it? It's just it's just uh, yeah. fast track your book your book publishing business. That speaking engagements, yeah, that's that's really it. Do you think those books make money at the end of the day? I bet they, they do. cause buzz. I bet they do. I, I I bet I bet they make. I mean I make I bet they make pretty decent money. Oh yeah. What do you think? Like an average, I mean not average, but like a high level um, cabinet appointee gets off of a book deal. Hundred grand, a million. What do you think? What do you think it is? Like I think Michelle Obama got like two million, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so cabinet, you're probably getting yeah like. Three, four hundred thousand. Mm, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully something on the back end if you actually sell enough. Hey man, write your book because that sounds that sounds like a bad job, twenty four hours a day, no matter what you're doing, doesn't seem like a good gig. So no, no, maybe no. if you're like you know Secretary of House and Human or Hope, was it uh, the housing guy or girl? What is it? Anyway, maybe that doesn't get three hundred thousand, but. 
I, I watch a show um, on HBO called Succession. Succession. Um, about a family, a big family that uh, owns a media company. And, yeah, I saw that. And they they had to fire someone. Um, they just don't know who to fire, just to just for PR, because they, you know, like we we gotta, you know, make up for the mistakes that we made, and we have to, you know, someone has to be the sacrificial lamb. And they're going around, they have a party. They're like, who's gonna be the guy? And one guy says, um, yeah, do you know who you're gonna fire? And he's, you know, he's on their list. And he's like, cause you know, I really want to get started writing my book. <laughs> Everyone looked at him like, damn it, not this guy. I guess we're not gonna be able to fire. <laughs> you put it out there quick. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really ready to start writing my book. So that's uh, great because I have all these recordings of meetings to go through that I just have not had time. To right. Oh, I'm so glad I kept notes. <laughs> <laughs> Offsite, not onsite. Offsite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On my personal phone, you guys never knew about it. So yeah, yeah, that, that's that's definitely because I mean, what what does a president make? Four hundred thousand. President? Yeah. Yeah, the president makes four hundred thousand. That's not a lot of money to know that your life is on the line pretty much every day. You go in looking 30, you come out looking 80. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, but you don't do it for the 400. You do it for no. the, the, the stuff after, right? It's exactly. Well, I would, I mean, I, I would like to think that not everyone that goes into the presidency is doing it for monetary gain. But I would also, in addition to the 400,000, I would imagine, like, I would imagine, um, there's a lot of other perks. You oh, think yeah. Obama? You think Obama had to pay for his daughters to go to their school? No way. Uh, no, no, no. no way. <laughs> Listen, this is my one request, right? I think we need to hire broke people to be elected officials. I'm serious. Yeah. And they have the same insurance we do because I would like to see, you know, the average politician sitting in a waiting room next to me, waiting to, you know, get help. <laughs> I think I think it would truly change the world. Oh yeah, yeah. that same waiting room, because they got they're really sick and in the ER and they just ain't got time tonight. Like I remember taking my wife one time uh, to an appointment and um, somebody there, uh, she happened to be at a hospital, but she wasn't there for an emergency, but it'd be at a hospital for like an imaging thing. Anyway, um, they're like, yeah, it's a four hour wait. And I'm like, a four hour wait? Hey, this person's sick. Like, yeah. like. I just think if I think I think if people need to experience that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I had to take my wife. I don't know why I did it, but I took her downtown to um to the hospital. Um, and it was late. It's probably like eleven midnight on a Friday, and the wait was they didn't even have a time. It was just the place was packed, and uh, I just ended up took her in the car, took her down to Matthews, and there was like one person in the in the waiting room. Yeah, <laughs> walk right in, but it was just like, man, it's night and day. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like it's you see you see all of these you know all these politicians that get that that have gotten COVID. You know they're not getting the same treatment we are. You know. Oh. Yeah. Where can, where's where's that treatment? I thought we 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 don't talk about COVID on this podcast. We're, okay. We're, we're more future oriented. I thought. <laughs> okay, no, sorry. but it's true. It's a good point. Like it. I, you know, I just, I don't know. I just think, I think at the end of the day, all of us out here are sort of the same. We may, we may disagree on this point or that, 
but it's really all irrelevant at the end of the day, you know, and uh, um, we just need to be coached like the politicians are on how not not get our accounts hacked because apparently they've got the golden ticket. Yeah, they got something figured out over there. Well, we say that, but, you know, we'll we'll be recording next week and it'll be like, oh, so-and-so's got got hacked, you know. <laughs> that's, right. that's true. That's true. But you put it like these guys, like the people they picked to be in these offices, right? They're, most of them are like friends or, you know. Mm-hmm. Old drinking buddies. Wasn't it uh, one of the presidents hired his the, his whole cabinet was drinking buddies? Is it Jackson or Johnson or something? Anyway, um, you know, you all, you would think you would have a stupid one at some point who just had really bad passwords. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that has happened. And I wonder yeah. if it's like they, you know, they go in the next time and they're like, how come I can't get in? And they're like, because we changed your password because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so is not going to work now that you're president or not that you're, your you password know. was dog we yeah. can't have that <laughs> president biden's first executive order was you lost access to all your accounts <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i mean that but that's like the thing is though is that you know like you i don't know i i, I hear I, I speak with people friend people in my friends group and in my family and stuff and i'm, I'm sure you guys do have these conversations about cybersecurity with them because it is it you know it's a more and more relevant topic um when we're talking with my brother about it like oh you know i don't really think that there's all that much of governments trying to hack into each other and i'm like you're an idiot like if like you know this 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 debate when you you see these media companies saying you know oh is there really you know, for, foreign countries trying to meddle in the election. Of course there is. You, like, you'd be dumb to think that 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 they that they wouldn't be trying to. Whether or not they're succeeding, that's that's the question. But as like asking whether or not they're trying, like that's that's ridiculous. Of course they're trying. Like so, it that's always the thing to me that um that surprises me that there hasn't yet like there has not yet been a full on a full-on scandal from that perspective. So, like, they've got to be doing something right. Listen, as we sit here t- today, and we don't do Hack of the Week here, but in the last year, we had Tyler Tech Technologies get hacked, which had access to a bunch of government software and local governments. Some federal stuff, too. And then uh, we sit here today, we're dealing with the SolarWinds FireEye breach that led to hacking of a lot of, uh, breaking into a lot of government sites and stuff like that. They go through far less scrutiny when this happens to a government organization, to a government division, than it does when the average business does. The average business does that. They get put through the ringer. There's sleepless nights. There's stressful situations. There's lawyers and everything going on. That does. There's not equivalent to that in government when they lose our data. And there's not that that same level of, oh, you really dropped the ball. We just go with it. Oh, yeah, they got hacked. It's so bad. Life goes on and nothing ever changes. Like, where's that level of accountability? Somebody in the government picked FireEye. Somebody is responsible. Somebody clicked on that link. Where's the consequence? Like, it would be be everywhere else. You know, when Bill's cabinet shop gets hacked and they lose those credit card numbers, I mean, they're getting sued the next day for, for information yeah. from right. and CI. Like, we're, the, the U.S. Treasury Department with access to our Social Security numbers gets hacked, and there's not that outrage. It's more of like just watching a car accident that you weren't involved in, but there's not that, that level of anger. 
Like this is serious, serious times and serious situations when these things get hacked. And our politicians, although we're joking around about it and having a lighthearted conversation, what they post on Twitter at the end of the day doesn't really matter. It's it's irrelevant. Their views on something, and at the end of the day, Twitter can find a way to take down that tweet, erase it, make an issue an apology, whatever. It could be dealt with. It doesn't really matter because they're elected and they come and go. What matters is is what you know felt in your kids. Is identity is going to be like because they're they got a long time to be here and a long time for that idea to be made public. You know, you and I may be looking on the backside of life, but they're not, right? And um, that's their retirements and our retirements and, and my mom's retirement and, and and benefits and this information is what's what's made public through this through these things. None of us are immune to this, but as long as we continue this open architecture when everything is connected and everything needs to be online all the time and easy access through websites to, to benefit information and to schedule doctor's visits and refill medicines that, that I wasn't asking for that, you know, somebody goes to Walgreens and picks up for me without my knowledge, like this stuff really matters. If you have certain types of illnesses and somebody steals your medicine, you can't get more. Like they, they don't, cause they don't know if you're an addict or it really happened. They can't tell the difference, right? Mm -hmm. These are the day-to-day -day problems that people deal with. The tax returns that get stolen, the tax, I'm sorry, the tax refunds that get stolen. Um, nobody's stealing the tax returns that owe money, believe me. Those... <laughs> Those guys just get magically, they have the best passwords in the world, but only the refund guys are the ones that ever get it. I just think that, you know, it, it makes me it makes me angry that that level of accountability isn't isn't held to the same because they are held to the same in many local governments. It always just seems federal seems to be insulated from the same consequences as the rest of us. Is that because of perception uh, as far as um, just the population thinks? So I the think, government, they're always trying, people are always trying to hack them. So it's like, oh, it actually happened this time. But aren't they always trying to get hacked because it's the government? And, you know, so I, I wonder if maybe that's why there isn't the outrage when it comes to federal hacks versus. You know, like well, I, think it's, I think it's a term of scale. And the, and, and the analogy I use is this, you know, Felton, if I steal a thousand dollars from your checking account, you're going to be upset and you're going to be outraged, right? Definitely. It's a big deal. Um, if I were to go up and and say you need to give me a million dollars right now, you would laugh at me, like you know I was in that Michael Myers movie. Uh, what is it? Uh, Halloween. No. <laughs> I felt give me a million dollars right now, or I'll just. That's awesome power. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Give me a million dollars right now. Disclose that tweet you gave me. You'd laugh at me like, I don't like giving you a million dollars. I don't have a million dollars to give you. Get out of here. <laughs> you have to disclose it. I can't help you. But because this, my point is the size is so big. I have found the bigger the hack, the less concern there is. And it's a real, it's a real working, real, real working theory. The U.S. Treasury hack is so big, people look at it like a car wreck that they're not involved in. It's just too big to wrap their head around. Right. Conceptually, right. there's too much data there. And if they were to say 100 million records were hacked, in your mind, you're like, well, I could be one of the 160 or 260 million that weren't hacked. Ha, ha, ha. Right. There's right. not 
there's not that empathy until it happens to you. But then odds are three other people aren't going to have that same thing. But if I were to, to put a small business out of business because of a phishing attack I did, people would be really mad at me. There would be more of a personalized feeling. You ruined my dad's business. You hurt this kid's future. You did this. Don't get me wrong. Both of them are equally as bad. And both of them are, are, are on, on scale just as I feel just as much for both. I feel very badly that solar winds and fire. I have this situation and I feel very badly that it affected the U S treasury department. And my heart goes out to the, any victims that are there. And, but I do hope somebody, if they're, if they did something wrong are held accountable for it, just like the rest of us would be. I just ask that it be fair because there's not that liability protection for businesses and governments and schools at the local level. But there always is on the big ones. The big ones always seem to get a pass. The big hacks, the big hacks always seem to get a pass. But then Target doesn't get a pass, right? They fire the CEO, they fire the tech, the the CIO, I think it was, or CTO. He he loses his job and probably countless other people on there. They held them to account because it affected so many people and there's so much money involved. But when millions are stolen from the treasury, you don't ever hear anything. Mm I I go back to this. There is not a a separate cybersecurity group, a cybersecurity panel at, you know, in Congress or the Senate. There is not that dedicated, we just deal in cyber that's rolled into other things. It's part of something else. Where is the dedication to just cyber issues? Where is the hearings that when there's these big data breaches, when they're calling in people and subpoenaing people to testify over what happened? Where is that for the data breaches? But instead, they want to have public hearings about whether or not Facebook is being biased. At the end of the day, which one matters? Mm-hmm. Think of the hypocrisy. We're calling up Mark Zuckerberg and um, and all of his peers and at Twitter, and we're saying, okay, you answer for this. Are you biased or not? That's probably a good conversation to have, but we're not calling up whoever. Are we going to have a hearing in public that's going to be on CNN over at FireEye and SolarWinds? Is that hearing going to take place? Right. No, right? If it is, we're not going to know about it. Right. Well, with with that, I think I think we have felt uh, can keep me honest on this. I think we have hit the, our longest ever episode. This is Adam's way to say, "Shut up, John." <laughs> no, no, we just we need to we need to wrap up. I don't I don't want us I don't want us to become one of those two and a half hour podcasts. Um, I like the podcast. I you guys talk about you will talk about basketball so much, and I can't I can't do it. What? No, we won't. We promise. <laughs> No, do, do you prefer, do, do each of you, give me your answer, do each of you, do you prefer long or short form podcasts? What do you feel is the right length? I think it depends, depends on the show. I'd say about 40-ish minutes is uh, is the sweet spot for me. How long is your commute, Felton? <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, it depends, like the, like the comedy shows that I listen to, um, you know, those are typically 50 to an hour 20. Um, but like the super and, and, and but, you know, possibly one of the greatest podcasts ever is Dan, uh, um, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, which if anyone is not listening to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, you are missing out. 
He's, he's got a phenomenal series on World War One called Blueprint for Armageddon. I think in total it's like 20 hours of, of audio, but it's it's fantastic. I just think it depends on the topic. I thought you were going to say Dan LeBertard's podcast. Um, I know. I, I got excited for a minute. I know. Speaking of, you know, the 20, <laughs> 22nd film, Nets, Nets and Warriors and uh, Lakers and uh, Clippers. That, that's your that, wait. What's going on? That's the first games. Oh yes, yes. Mhm. Yeah. Can't wait. Listen, I just want to say, everybody, I hope you have a great next couple of weeks. This is going to come out right before the holidays. I want everybody to yeah. be. And um, you know, as as I was, uh, as my son would say, "Cheers and beers, team. Let's get some better cybersecurity out there." <laughs> I'm uh, uh, echoing what echoing what John said. Thank you guys very much for listening. Whatever you're celebrating, have a phenomenal one um, or two or three or whatever. Um, we'll uh, talk to you guys. Uh, think of the new year, right? No, yes. we, we we're recording one more. I don't know. Oh, we got one more. Okay, okay. good. One, one more, but it'll be after Christmas. Okay. Cool. Well, yes, yeah, so, yeah, because our, our schedule is, you know, you guys are going to have a, a, an early Christmas present. Our day, will, our, this episode will come out the day before. Oh. Everybody should listen to it Christmas morning before you let the kids open the presents. No, as they're opening presents, make it very <laughs> ominous. We are the present. <laughs> you are the president, the presidents of cybersecurity podcast. I'll take it. All right, everyone, y'all be safe. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye.